Maguire, as was at the very first SEMA from day one. Barry Maguire tells a great story. First SEMA, he has a six-foot table draped, and there he was all by himself. And to where we're at today is 2022. Right. So we've been to every single one. You're listening to the Get Out and Drive podcast with John Custom Car Nerd Meyer and Jason Old Car Guy Car. We'll be bringing you gearheads everything you never wanted to know about cars and why they should be on the road and not in your garage. Are you ready to get out and drive? All right, welcome back to another interview, 2022 SEMA Live. We are here in the Racing Junk booth with Mike Pennekin from <laughs> McGuire's. And obviously, Jason Carr, my co-host, the Get Out and Drive podcast. Talk to us about McGuire's. I mean, we see cars all over the place that have McGuire's logos using McGuire's products. How do they get that show shine? It, 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 it's fun. Um, you do walk around, you see a lot. And of all the hard work to get us to SEMA, this is the payoff. I think, as we all know, it's the eye candy, if you will. Right. Um, but that shine... Sometimes it's easy, mm-hmm. sometimes it's difficult. It kind of depends on what your goals are, you know, right. who's doing it, where they're building it at, right. you know? So as we move into SEMA itself, um, you know, it, it takes an awful lot to get ready for something like this, no matter the size of the company, whether it's a global name, as far as I'm concerned, like Meguiar's, or a mom and pop trying to get that new product out there. What does it take for Meguiar's to get ready for a show Man. like SEMA? We usually start in March, actually. Yeah planning for uh, that year's SEMA, and that starts with some of the basics of uh, confirming dates, times, who's going, where are we staying, what cars, that's the big one for us, is what cars are going to be in our booth, of course, Mm -hmm. what products are going to be launched, what's going to be available, what's going to be the theme of the booth. So it's a lot of the basics, and and probably the best thing that keeps us track, we got a great team that uh, kind of manages SEMA internally, right? and they've just got that checklist and keeps us on track because it's like herding cats. <laughs> you know, yeah, oh, yeah. R&D and portfolio team and events team and sales team and customers coming in and scheduling, they keep us on track to make sure we get here and are opened up for the show just like here, you know, and ready to go. Yeah, and we're sitting here in the Racing Junk booth next to this beautiful oh, 36 Pontiac and obviously got a great sticker on it. A great yeah. sticker on it. So when we, uh, when we talk about you know what Meguiar's does for other folks, what is it that you guys are doing to help promote Meguiar's through other vendors? It's, it's really just, I know this sounds really simple, but it's all about reflecting your passion. There's a lot of that. I mean, you look at this car, it's stunning, by the way. The yeah, color's absolutely. fantastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the time, the money, the blood, sweat, the tears that go into that mm-hmm. at all levels, from top to bottom, front to back, inside, outside, is the least we can do mm-hmm. is help keep it looking its best. Right. So whether you're you know, a first-timer to SEMA with a feature vehicle that you've dreamed about since you were a kid, mm-hmm. or you're a long-standing vendor, or you know, like here we're sitting now, that has a vehicle, let's just make sure it looks good, because that's kind of the icing on the cake. No matter what you sell, if you sell an internal engine component, right. you should still have a vehicle that looks good, and is at the show it. It, it, there's no dust on it, mm-hmm. there's no swirls on it. Some of those basics, are, that's all we're here to do is help them reflect their passion. Absolutely. You know? What is your history with McGuire's? What is your history with SEMA? Oh, boy. Because yeah. I know you've been a long-standing well, vendor. Well, McGuire's was at the very first SEMA from day one. I mean, Barry McGuire tells a great story. First SEMA, he has a six-foot table draped, 
and there he was all by himself. And to where we're at today is 2022. Right. So we've been to every single one, obviously with the exception of 2020. Sure. Mm -hmm. It was closed out. I can humbly say and proudly say, fortunate, I've done, this will be my 34th SEMA of it. Wow. Wow. Minus the one year. Understood. Yeah. So seen a lot, done a lot, and wouldn't miss it for the world. And it's the same for the right reason every year. <laughs> for the right reason. It's exciting to walk and talk and see yeah. and help people. That's yeah. the bottom line. Get face-to-face -face with end users. I think that's the greatest thing about this trade show, automotive trade show, face-to-face -face with the end users and buyers. And even sometimes the best part, buyers that may be selling on products, mm -hmm. they've also got a project car in their garage. Sure, so it's right. kind of a two-fold connection is, mm -hmm. hey, this is this, and then it always happens every time. Yeah, that's great. I'm saying, but I got this. They pull their phone out. They start scanning. Oh, through, yeah. Like, what do you do on my car? Yep. And then you, you kind of see that glow from a different perspective, I guess you could right. say. It's a right. little bit more personal. Yeah. You know, so it's business and it's personal at the same time. But that same story, I guess you could say, still evolves. It's pretty basic. No matter what brand you use of the things car out there, to be honest with you, mm -hmm. you know, you, uh, you follow steps of choosing the right product. Right. Use it correctly. Yep. And you'll get those wow results. Whether you're a professional, whether you're a painter, or whether you're a DIY that's got a brand new car that's even new to you. Right. I mean, my first car I got was not a brand new car, but it was new to me. And boy, I thought I'd arrived. <laughs> I thought I arrived, but I want to take you. And I was using Meguiar's even back then before I was working for this company. Right, right. So I used to work in an auto parts store, and that's what I sold. So I had some experience yep. there. So it was fun. Good time. Sure. I've used a lot of Meguiar's well, products thank myself. Thank you. I, I have, and I've been in auto body for about 33 years, and I've used McGuire's products a lot. Well, guess what? A little test quiz. Did you guys know, and I bet those people out there, we weren't even in the retail DIY business until 1973. We were all professional body shop and catered to people just like yourself. Yeah. So those custom painters mm -hmm. and those... Uh, body shops and pro diva you've probably seen our term mirror glaze and yeah. tan bottles yep. yeah we were that brand until 1973 then we transitioned into the diy sector wow. mm -hmm. and made the products not as complicated right uh, more friendlier easier to use yep. uh you know and but we still have both and support both globally we sure do my growing up i i know that uh, mcguire's was kind of the, the go-to for me with a car wax or whatever happened to be um <laughs> But you were just telling me before we started recording that they didn't even make their first wax until 1950. Wow. We did it. Yeah, we started in 1901. There were a lot of cars, obviously. Sure. So uh, Barry's grandfather, Frank McGuire Jr., had 12 kids, eight girls and four boys. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know much about but his concern was put food on the table for the, for the kids. <laughs> so he began mixing and matching and selling furniture polish and literally going door to door it's selling product to put food on the table. Wow. So through all those years, we transitioned into, you know, with the early automotive, those initial, let's call them coatings, were very similar to furniture coatings. And, okay. You know, lacquer varnishes and all that right, stuff. Right, right, right. If it works here, it's gotta work here. Sure. Right. And we're off and running. Wow. But through the 30s and the 40s, Frank McGuire Jr. did not believe in sealing the paint whatsoever. Okay. Obviously different kinds of paints today than back then. Understood. But let them breathe, uh, nourish them, feed them, you know, glazes and all that fun stuff. So right, right, right. Fortunately, we passed away in 1950. Paints changed. Yep. Uh, more durable protection. The hobby exploded. People mm -hmm. were driving more. 
and we started creating, let's call them waxes from then on out. Yeah. So wow. it's a great story. It, it is because you, you almost hear the passion in the story. And that's one thing, again, growing up, you hear Barry McGuire, he's always talking about the passion mm -hmm. uh, of the car hobby, yeah. uh, you know, and being, you know, falling in love with what you're doing, enjoying that. And I see that in the name McGuire. When I see that oh, brand, thank you. Thank you. that's what I think of. And I think that, uh, you know, something that's coming right from the grassroots of the USA, one common theme that we've had if, with every interview that we've been doing mm -hmm. so far for 2022 is made in USA, yeah. right? So uh, having that story kind of hits that home again. And, uh, you know, I think moving forward, I think McGuire's is, is, the, uh, is the key. Well, thank you. Yeah. And Barry's still here. He, I just, when I walked over here, mm -hmm. he was just in our booth. Okay. So he is still around and, you know, let's call it the one of the largest cheerleaders for the hobby still. Right, sure. sure. He is out there and he loves what he does. And I think a lot of that, so the, a lot of the employees, you can't help but get bitten by that you know, right. bug of the hobby enthusiasts, right. um, car care, parents care. Right. Um, that's why I'm still here 33 plus years later, mm -hmm. you know, doing what I do is just... And, and so Mike, your title within McGuire's is? I'm, I'm part of the marketing team. Okay. So what I lead is our experiential marketing team. You know, all of our events that we go around and support. I lead our global training. So a lot of the tech guys um, run up through me and train the trainers. And then also our solutions hub team. And a lot of people say customer care center, but that solutions hub track the back of any bottle it has our number on it. Yep. Right. So you can call us, you can email us, you can DM us, you can live chat us. All those ways you like to connect. Right. But talk to somebody like me. Sure. What do I use? Right. I, did I use too much? Where do I buy it? What do I use for my car? Mm -hmm. My daily is different than my project car. Right, right, and right. So the, those guys all roll up to me and it's just uh, helping consumers get the best results and professionals too. Sure. So, That's what yeah, it's sure. all about, supporting the hobby. Right. I said that earlier. That's yeah. a big part of what we do. Absolutely. Mike, it's been great having you uh, with this interview. I know Thank it's a little bit short, yeah. uh, but everyone's on a time ah. crunch here at SEMA. We Thank appreciate you. it. No, Thank appreciate you so much. You having me. Thank, Thank you. you so much. You guys All right. are great. Thank you. Thank you. Cruise on over to our website, getoutanddrive.com, for all the info you never wanted to know about our podcast. Hit us up on our listener hotline, be the first to know what's happening, get industry news, and grab your Get Out and Drive merch. Connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Follow us on Twitter at Get Out and Drive Pod. Hey, what drives you?